Booze and books may contain boozy language and themes. Listener discretion is advised. Hey guys, Lindsay and I are back with episode ni- 17. <laughs> Almost 19. Almost 19. I didn't just repeat 17 three times before I actually said it, but you know, Practice whatever. does not always make perfect. <laughs> Apparently, because, wow, that's pretty bad. anyways we're back with episode 17 and we are obviously back still back in calgary you know unfortunately it's kind of cold today but at least there's no snow anyways um we're back for um another teen book this time it's a teen fantasy um and it's called serpent and the uh sorry serpent and dove by shelby uh, may, may, uh, may, uh, ma, herin, I think is how you pronounce it. Also. <laughs> I literally like looked her up when I was like posting like the actual thing for it, and it actually had like she broke down her last name, and I don't remember. No way, really. <laughs> yeah. Oh. So I just probably fucked it up hardcore, but. Yeah, Shelby um, Maherin, I think is actually how, because okay. I remember her in the uh, middle. Anyways, um, <laughs> I believe it's her debut novel um, book, Okay. I think, since you're looking her up right now, you can yeah. take a look. I think it is. But uh, yeah, it's a freaking huge book too. <laughs> it's 512 pages or 13. So, not one of the smaller teen fantasies you'll ever read. But anyways, I'm getting off track. Okay. (laughs) Uh, So, yeah, we're reading Serpent and Duff. And uh, we're drinking some Conundrum wine. So, the title of this episode is The Serpent and Dove's Conundrum. I thought it went pretty well when I was at the liquor store. (laughs) After people kept bugging me. Does no one respect the earphones in the ears? But anyways, I digress. Um, just like how we normally do, some cleanup before we get into the wine and then into the book discussion. Um, to always uh, figure out what we're reading, what we're drinking, anything like that. Uh, follow us on boozeandbooks.podcast. That's where we try and put what books we're currently reading, what the new book we're going to do for that month alcohol that we're drinking, anything really. Um, you can find it on boozeandbooks.podcast um, or you can follow us on our own personal ones as well um, where we post other things in our lives um, at lind.said, said as S-A-I-D, and kristen.shew, S-H-E-W, uh, for anything else. But yeah, let's get into the wine. <laughs> yeah, go first. Okay, so uh, conundrum. Whoopsie, that's my phone. Uh, conundrum white wine is what I'm sampling right now. Um, it is from California. Um, it's a white wine blend. That's all it says. Uh, doesn't really talk about it, so that's cool. 
Um, so yeah, it's going to just be a blend from California. 2015 is the year. Uh, it's nice and cold for me. Thank you, Kristen. Um, when you smell it, it smells very similar to a Chardonnay. It smells buttery. It does not taste as buttery as it smells, though. So It is her debut novel, by the way. Oh, yeah, I didn't see that. I just did Oh. Well, it's a little buttery, actually. It tastes very similar to, like, a Chardonnay that's not so on the dry side, so it's a little bit sweeter. Um, I wouldn't call it fruity. Maybe a bit of pear in there. Um, but definitely Chardonnay. It's very smooth. Um... I really, really like this. It's, I would say it's more of a sweeter version of the butter Chardonnay that I really, really like as well. Um, yeah, really easy to drink. How does it compare to the one last time, if you remember? Because didn't you find that one? It was also Chardonnay. I don't remember the last time I drank. <laughs> Neither do I It was really. good though, wasn't it? Yeah. We liked it. You liked it. It feel like you kind of gave somewhat a little bit of a similar description on, like, the butteriness. Like fruitier, though. Possibly. I remember it being fruitier. This I would for sure buy again. Uh, it's a little bit higher price point than the wine sales just buy every, kind of every day. But, um, I really, it's, and the thing is it's not labeled as a Chardonnay. So it's not a Chardonnay. So normally I wouldn't pick up a white blend. You normally go straight for the Chardonnays, but this is really, really good um, for just being a white blend. We have no clue what it is, so no, like we're going to go with it. Um, I really like it, though. I would, I was, If you're a fan of Chardonnay and like more on the buttery side, um, but don't necessarily love a really dry Chardonnay, this is the wine for you, for sure. Um, I got the red. I think it's the red blend. Yeah, it's the red blend. Um, I usually buy this at Costco because if you're in Canada, this usually sells for like eighteen ninety nine, wow. and um, everyone probably will be like, "What the fuck? Why did you buy it at uh, Crowfoot Liquor for twenty five ninety nine? But that's because I just didn't want to have the headache of having to go to Costco and buying it, <laughs> even though I need gas. So you know, there you go. I can't. Whatever. I don't, I didn't do that. Bit. Um, so this is one that I've drank before a lot. Um, it's one of my go-tos. I do like it. Um, I didn't aerate it right now because I was too lazy to go get the aerator and I sat down already. So I didn't aerate it, but usually I do aerate it. Um, it's not that bad actually not aerating it. <laughs> oh. Like, obviously, it's more open and stuff like that when you do aerate it. Yeah. But this one's, like, not horrible. Because some ones, like, you can tell. Yeah. But this one's actually not that bad. It smells delicious, though. Mm. It's kind of, like, not your typical... Like, I've had red blends that are, like, super smooth and, like... Maybe are a little bit more on the more low side. I think this is more on the heavier side. It's definitely one I would recommend if you like to drink heavier things during the winter for a red blend. 
Um, I have no clue what kind of red wine is in it. So they're 2016 California. Um, my nose is a little plugged, so I can't really give you guys too much of an accurate <laughs> smelling test on it, but... Mm. I don't know, I feel like you can taste like some berries in it. Um, not so much like cherry berries, but like maybe some like blackberries, maybe a little bit of a plum in mm. here. Yeah, I can't smell anything. <laughs> I think it's pretty smooth though, but like it's not like, I don't know, you know what I mean by like super smooth red blends? Yeah. They're like not, like they're, it's light. This one's smooth, but a little heavier. <laughs> I do though. I don't know. I, I actually quite like it. Airing it probably would have been a better idea. Yeah. No, I do like it. Yep. I highly recommend it. <laughs> yep. Yep. Good to go. Great yep. description. <laughs> I know. Sorry. My brain's apparently not working tonight. Oh. Here. You can try it. Okay. Perfect. Let's do our trail. You do not like the smell of yours. Oh, really? It smells like a Chardonnay. But I smell the oh. butteriness to it. Right? Yeah. I kind of get the hint of pear. This is pretty good. Yeah. It is definitely smooth. Yeah, it's dark. It is a really dark wine. It's very dark wine. 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 Oh, you guys are in for a treat tonight. Just saying. We exhausted. Yeah. We're recording later than we normally yeah. are. And we both finished a work week, so. Yeah? Yeah. It's true. So, good luck, people. No. For listening to this one. Yes. No, we're not going to be that bad. No. We will, uh, we also got the rosé that will, um, taste a little later. We're probably not going to, like, drink everything tonight, but... We'll definitely uh, give you guys a little uh, knowledge on the rosé a little later. So, yeah. I don't think we have any more to say about these natural wines besides <laughs> that we like them. They're good. They're good. I don't know what else to say. They, at other liquor stores, they're roughly around 22 to 25 bucks. If I don't know about the states, but in Canada, the red conundrum, or at least in Calgary, they're $18.99 for the red. Actually, you know what? I think they actually have the white. Who? Costco. Oh. Check it out. I'm probably going to go to Costco looker, and if I see that they're all there, there, I'm going to be like super upset. <laughs> <laughs> But I, I digress. Okay. Let's get into the discussion of the book because, like, who knows? It could take us, like, 5,000 years to get through it because it's such a huge book. Uh, f overall thought on the book. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I started to read the book again. Um, I really liked it. 
it uh, took off really quickly. And yeah. I loved that. There was no like, oh, and then you had to wait to kind of get introduced. It just was like, here you go. And I really liked that. It was definitely a really thick, long read, but I like, so I listened to it as usual. Oh, you um, did? Yeah, I did. I thought you were going to have to buy it. I thought about buying I was really close to buying the book, and then I ended up ordering the, uh, I had an Indigo gift card I was going to use for it, but I ended up buying an Audible audiobook. Um, I'm quite glad I did, just because I don't think I could have committed to actually, like, reading this. Um, <laughs> so just being able to listen to it in the car, but it was like, there were times where I was like, ooh, I want to know what happens next. And then there were times where I'd kind of like, walk the dogs and listen and I'd like kind of stop listening. So, uh, I, I think it's one I would definitely read again just to get like pay attention more. Mm -hmm. Um, but long story short, I really liked it. How long was the audio book for it? 14 hours. That's why I told you and I, oh no, you told me it was big. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we were trying to figure out what book we we're gonna read. We figured teen fantasy. I sent her like about four or five books, and I was talking to my uh, coworker Sarah. She's got her own um, Instagram thing, Sarah's Bookshelf, I believe. Sarah and her bookshelves, I think. Yeah, yeah. I'll I'll confirm that. Um, but anyways, she we were talking about that was one of the options, and she said that that like. Since this came out just recently, everyone's been like reading it and saying really good things. So, um, I informed Lindsay that, and she, uh, we were like, "Yeah, might as well just dive in for it." And then I went to the bookstore, and I pulled it off the shelf. And then I texted <laughs> Lindsay, and I was like, "This thing's like five hundred and like yeah. twelve or ten or whatever pages." And I was like, "Do you still want to read it?" <laughs> and we both were like, "Yeah, sure." Let's let's go for it. <laughs> it's definitely the longest teen book I've read lately. Yeah. Um, just sidetrack. It is Sarah and her bookshelves. Or her other bookshelves. Sorry, no, sorry, Sarah and her bookshelves. Wow, I really can't yeah, read today. Yeah. Um, yeah, like it's definitely the longest one I've read in a while. But I actually. I was a little concerned with it being that big that it was going to be kind of like a dragging kind of book. Like, for me, Carve the Mark by Veronica Roth <laughs> was. I thought that was a couple hundred pages longer than it should have been. But anyways, <laughs> um, I agree with you, though. I really liked how she jumped in. I was a little confused right? Um, with that, especially since the description of it doesn't give you much it's either. True. Yeah, you kind of so don't you, know what you're walking into. So you're kind of like, you read the description. I read it. I started the first, like, two, three pages. I reread the book jacket. And then I was like, okay, so I'm really not getting anything here. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, the first, like, scene in a little bit it really kind of was, like, confusing because I was like, the fuck are they doing and why are they trying to find this shit right then why are they dressed like men <laughs> i was very confused but even though you're kind of like not super sure as to like knowing exactly what like how most book descriptions like kind of 
give you a really good idea of what's going to happen. And this one didn't. It's like all the very intriguing. Like you just kind of dive into it and it's a very easy read, I find. Yeah. Like sometimes there's parts and chapters you're kind of like, did you really need to read about it? But yeah. honestly, like it's it's kind of like a movie though, right? Where you have like parts in the movie where you're like, did we really need that scene? But it just fits so well into the book. Yeah. I I So overall, after my long-winded answer... I actually really quite liked it. I was, again, nervous, but I ended up really enjoying it. Yeah. And, like, it did not take me that long to read it. I didn't start reading it until, like, a couple days ago. And I didn't really put that much effort into reading, like, much each day. I actually just finished it today. So. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, like, when I first started it and I, like, realized how easy it was... I like I wasn't putting too much stock of being like okay I need to read like this right. amount of pages per day to like make sure I have it finished. Yeah, yeah. And it also helps with the printing's like not super um, small. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> so yeah, overall I totally recommend it. I can see why it's like blowing up. To be honest. Yeah. Um, I think I might be a little shocked that it is so popular. Because it is so big, but I feel like nowadays people don't want to read, like, such huge books. Yeah. But maybe that's just me. Um, but, yeah. Who's your, f well, I feel like this is going to be, like, redundant because I feel like we're both going to say the same character. But who's your favorite character? I really like Louise. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> that's what I was going to say. Right? I mean, how can you not? She's kind of, like, badass and doesn't give a fuck and she's I don't know I just like she starts out the way she is she ends the way she is like she doesn't she changes a bit I guess uh, after she marries Reed but like she still stands her ground in what she believes in and like I I don't know she's a really awesome character um, I just like how she has to live this really complicated life because of everything uh, but I really liked Reed's character too. I think that they like, well, he didn't really become more open-minded until like after right. all that shit yeah. went down. But so like the last like roughly a hundred and like, let's say 50 or so yeah. to 200 pages was when he started to really kind of grow as a character as an open-minded person. Yeah. But I agree. Like she was my favorite character too. And like, I loved her badassness and, like, how she, yeah, had a really fucked up life. Yeah. Um, and, like, huge complex thing. But after she met Reed and, like, was forced into that situation with him, she just, you could kind of tell that she kind of, like, was beginning to see his world and all that stuff a little bit. With more of open eyes. Like, yeah. I knew in the beginning it was probably, like, her being, like, so, like, really standoffish towards it. But, yeah. like, as the story progressed, she was, like, growing as a person, I think. And I really like that. Throughout the... Yeah, I really like that. Yeah. And, like, I really liked... Um, when I was looking at the... Like, trying to figure out the wine and stuff, 
I was like thinking about the book title a lot, like The Serpent and Dove. Yeah. And I was just kind of like, I thought it was kind of funny because I was like, is she, like, I know especially at one point they call, referred to her as a serpent. Yeah. And then I was like, well, does that make Reed the dove? Right. <laughs> and I was like, I don't think I would consider him a dove either. No. I feel like they're both serpents. But then I was like, but who would I consider a dove? Or is it like they're technically like their innocence that was like kind of like not oh, given yeah. to them in a way. That's true. But, I don't really think too much about that, but I think you're right. But I don't know if it would be their, I don't think it would be their innocence, but it's one way to kind of like, or maybe like the whole, I don't know. You could probably get into it, but I think they're both serpents in a way. Yeah. I don't think Reed would be a tough. But I thought it was like so like crazy how like you kept reading and like, you're trying to figure out what's her story, but you know she's a witch, and you know he's an orphan. But, like, the cr- shit that ha- like, literally... Because yeah. I roughly had about 200 pages to finish today, and that's, like, literally where everything kind of... All the shit oh, went yeah. down. Let's read find out all the good stuff. And I was like, holy shit. Right? <laughs> and then, yeah, you're just like... You find out, like, he's more entwined into her world... Then they even knew. Like, he can do magic. Yeah. Yeah. Well, like, it sounds like he could do magic, which means he'd be the first male. Yeah. Or the only, the first male that's ever really been, like, like, discovered. Yeah. That they have that power. Yeah. Because, like, because you kind of think about it, like, all, all these females get rid of the boys if they have them, right? So, and they probably just, when they're babies, most likely. So it's like, do you, they even really look into that? Right? Yeah. So, that, it's intriguing. Yeah. And you can obviously tell that there's a second book. And I think, oh my God, yeah. looking at, when we were looking at, to see if it was the debut novel, Goodreads actually had in brackets number one oh, <laughs> next really? to it. So that kind of probably indicates that, yeah, there for sure is going to be another. It also says a brilliant debut. <laughs> At the very top that we deal with. It's been a long day. People. I just realized it. Don't worry. No judging. Don't worry. <laughs> I know. I'm telling the listeners <laughs> if they have their books in front of them and yes. they're like, "Bitches, yeah. are you guys blind?" Bitches. <laughs> uh, but no, I really liked it. Me too. Yeah. <laughs> I kind of. It's like rural. Where you, like, we finish it and you just, you don't want it to end. You just want to read the second one. Oh, is that the one we read yeah. before? Yeah. That's why I mentioned it. I liked this one more than Rule, though. I like this one way better than Rule, but it was like Rule where I was just like, you finish it and I was just like, I, I need to see and want to read. I know, what I do, next. Yeah, you're right. I really would like to read a second one. It sounds like there's going to be a second and a third one because when I looked up her name... There's like a title for the second one, Blood and Honey, which makes sense because Blood, Blood and honey. honey. And then the third one, I can't remember, but I wonder if they're going to be as big too. Yeah, probably. Cause yeah, well, I guess we'll have to wait and see. 
if this is 500 and something pages and the other ones are even near that amount, unless she like already was starting to write them, it might be like another year or so before we actually see the That's true. books come Both, out. Yeah. But I have to say for her debut novel, like she kind of, I think, hit it out of the park. Yeah. I also liked how she kind of combined like the French language in it just because it was like, it just gave it some kind of like, oh, this is different. So, like, French quotes and, like, the French names. And she really made, like, the witches and the chasseurs and, like, everything revolve around this, like, French concept, I'd say. Or, like, this French, like, community. What kind of... So, I kind of, like, when we were reading... Well, when I was reading it, you were listening to it. I was kind of, like, what era is it in right because like i kind of pictured like 18 or before hundreds like with the carriages and like the cloaks and all that stuff but then like there's certain things i was like it kind of sounds a little bit more modern in certain aspects like when it came to like the bathtub and stuff like that yeah like i think that they ran water in it oh yeah i think instead of like yeah having hot water in buckets brought in yeah. and dumped in kind of thing. I also very similar, like, I pictured almost like Salem Witch Trials era, which would have been the 1800s, like late 1800s. Yeah. So, like, but I agree, like, no cars, just carriages on foot. Um, like, just that era of time, a lot of, like, brothels that were open, things like mm-hmm. that. Um, just in more of, like, a kind of a French aspect rather than North American. And oh, then yeah. I pictured like, but you're right. Cause then there were times where I was like, oh, this might be more modern than I thought. So it's almost like its own time. Yeah. Like it's like it had, like, I think it is more old world, but she put a little, maybe, or maybe we just misinterpreted some areas or maybe she wants you to think that, but like it, sounded like they're like new world stuff yeah like little bits and pieces scattered throughout but like definitely it's set it's like your kind of typical i guess fantasy world where it's its own thing right yeah but yeah i was kind of wondering if you picked up on like or felt the same way about like the era kind of thing yeah yeah because yeah and, like, I don't know, I kind of pictured, like, them living in, like, France in a way. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, not France. Right? It was more of, like, I pictured, like, very cathedral-like buildings and, like, in the tower they lived on, I pictured it very, like, French architecture. But I agree, like, I also pictured it not, like, there are parts where I pictured, like, cottages. I'm like, eh, it's probably what I was picturing more like European style, but like, of course, everyone was speaking English. So in a way, kind of like Quebec. <laughs> yeah. Where they speak both French there and uh, English. Yeah. But European style. Exactly. And by European style, I mean like 
the whole feel. Well, I guess Quebec in its own, like, kind of has a European style to it. That's true. I think. And they've adopted a lot of French. Honestly, I have no clue. I've never been to... I've been in the Montreal airport. <laughs> yeah, same. That's I've it. I've never been outside the airport. <laughs> but their airport nice. has... Uh, like sandwiches that you can only find in Europe, I feel like. I'm what? all about these sandwiches. Oh I love God. them. What? <laughs> We're not gonna get into it because no one's gonna know until I like show you the, like the sandwiches that you can get, and they're just delicious, and you can just live off them. They're just so good. Anyways, <laughs> <laughs> moving on from that, <laughs> little <Okay. interlude. laughs> Someone's hungry. <laughs> yes. Um, so, I, like, the whole, going back to, like, this near the end of the book and, like, how we found out the Archbishop, these mothers and stuff like that slept around. My God. Holy right? And can I just make a one side comment before I get to, like, what I was actually going to say? Yeah. The king had, like, 20, roughly Roughly. 26 bastards. Right? Like, damn. Right? Like, how old, like, the kids, like, if the uh, prince was the first child of his, I think. Oh my God. Or at least that's how I took it. Then that's crazy. Or maybe it was just because he was the first legitimate child, so who knows. Oh. I don't, I don't know. I read it as he was the first kid. Which okay. means that, like, however, like, they're probably in their 20s. How old is Louise? Um, is she just turning 16? Oh, wait, she technically would be 18. Why? Because her mom wanted to kill her when she was 16. Okay. And it was, she thought. was living on her own for two years. Okay, okay. So technically she'd be, like, 18. Okay. Or, like, 18, 19. But let's say the prince is, like... I'd say well, I guess the know. king just really just needs to, like, he could have his bastards all be the same age if he wanted. It's just crazy. He had a lot of sex with other, a lot of other people. That's crazy. That were not his yeah. wife. So that means Reed and Bo are half-brothers? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Which, so his mom, no. Is Madame Lobdell. Um... Someone made a comment, I think it was her, where she's like seven foot something redhead or something like that. And like, I know they kept saying that he was copper, like oh, his hair was yeah. copper. But in my head, I was not thinking like, red like head. redhead. Right. And I was not thinking like extremely tall. Like I was thinking like, yeah, like over seven, like six feet. Yeah, that's what I thought too. But I like, when she like made the comment, like I don't know if she's like, Doing those one of those things where you like you over exaggerate oh, things, yeah. or if she was like kind of like indicating that he's like super tall, like not actually seven feet, but like but like tall over yeah. six five, let's say. Yeah, and I'm or, thinking like yeah. six one, like an average right. guy height. So I was kind of like, hmm. okay, that description kind of like breaks it down to me because I kind of want to. I'm intrigued to see what they look like if right because I know people do fan. drawings and stuff so i'm kind of intrigued to see what someone would do do for this true or like what um 
if the author told an artist to like describe oh, yeah. like, like what she would do. I can totally see this being possibly made into a movie. I would love that. Yes, I would too. I totally would watch that. Same. Another Harry Potter kind of thing. Oh my god, that would be so good. Because like, all the face. I digress. Back to the actual main point. <laughs> I got so sidetracked. Um, nope, I totally lost it. Sorry. You know what else I liked about it though? It was a very original idea. Like, mm-hmm. like I, there was components of it from other things that I like enjoy, like where the male character and the female character fall in love eventually, but they start out by hating each other and he has to like take his time to get to know her, blah, blah, blah. Like there's other people in each other's lives. Like they, there was like parts that I like liked about it, but like the whole concept was just very different. I was like, that was kind of nice. But it was just like a very original idea. So I remember what I was going to say. The whole killing her when she was 16 for some big purpose. I can't remember like what movie or book it was in. But there was something similar in that like kind of aspect. Oh. Where they had to sacrifice them at a certain point. For yeah. like. Oh, I remember. In the originals. Like, in the oh. show, the originals, like, four girls have to, like, sacrifice themselves at whatever age, like, 16, I think. Um, they die to basically be reborn again. And that's how, like, their ancestral, like, powers oh. get stronger or something like that. Oh. I knew I, like, saw something recently with that concept. Fair. That kind of, rem- like, her situation, not fully, but just, like, that specific little yeah, piece. Yeah, Kind of, like, made me, like, be like, huh. I was like, I've, like, seen something recently with something along the same idea. Yeah. Where they, like, sacrificed a 16-year-old witch. Oh, yeah, yeah. For a different, like, a higher, well, I say higher purpose in, like, brought, like, quotes. Because <laughs> I don't think this lady, like, lose mom. Yeah. So, I can see why they want to, but I don't think the way they're going about it is. No. I guess, in a way, to them, they got fucked over hard. So if Lou dies, Reed dies too, though. Yeah. yeah. Reed, Bo, oh, yeah. and the 25 or so uh, yeah. bastards of the king. And does that mean the king dies too? Yeah, the whole family. And so that means more. Getting oh, no, just his, ans- no, just his ancestors. Like, just his kin. So he can't carry his bloodline on. So then, technically, that they probably take away his ability to maybe father anymore? Maybe. Or his, like, if he did, they would die too, maybe. I kind of wondered that, because I was like, so they die. But then, yeah, like, does that mean, yeah. like, he dies? Or does that mean, like, he can't? have kids anymore or like you said yeah. if he did it was just basically a life sentence right away yeah. and I thought it was really fucked up how her mom uh, was like to her daughter like um, like talking to her about like how she had sex with uh, Reed and how she's like 
I kind of wish she were pregnant because that would have been like interesting to like kill the grand oh, yeah. my grandchild or something. I was like, wow, this is really she morbid. Up, yeah. <laughs> I was like, that's a very intense. Like, there's right? certain aspects in this book. I was like. A little shocked that it was yeah. in the teen fantasy book. Right? Because, like, I don't know, like, most teen books, like, not all, but most, usually kind of gloss over the sex and This one was stuff. pretty perfect. But this one, yeah, I kind of went into it a little bit. Yeah. Like, not, like, obviously, like, adult fiction and stuff like that or romance novels, but, like, more for a teen novel, teen I'd say. Teen romance, especially, I would say. Or... Teen fantasy. Oh my god, this was not a teen romance. Yeah, so I was just kind of like, oh, okay. But yeah, at that point, I was like, ooh. That's like, ladies, she like. Played. Yeah. And how she's like, I don't love you. I only had you for a purpose. She's so fucked. And it's like, I don't know. It's just crazy knowing that there are actual people out there like that, that they only have one purpose. In life, and it's not to basically love anyone as to get their agenda done. Yeah. And, like, she was going to kill her friend because she felt like her friend betrayed her by having sex with the king, falling in love with him. And, like, also another morbid thing, she, like, looked at Rhea and was like, I wish I, like, drowned you in whatever lake or whatever. Yeah. Also, she put the kid in the garbage can, which, like, when we were in junior high, oh, yeah. a chick down the street that like lived in uh, my neighborhood, she gave birth to no. a kid and put her kid in the no. garbage. Yeah. This guy walking his dog. Which, ironically, is also what happened in Bonus, like, what, two years ago? That's actually really fucked up. Yeah. Oh, my God. People, why do you put your babies in the garbage? Just, Just take them gosh. to a hospital like, well, or a firehouse. Well, like, or that. I don't think you can drop them off at fireplaces anymore or hospitals. I can you? Think, well, hospital would be better than fire department, I think. But yeah. either of those are better than a trash can. And also, maybe. I could go on. <laughs> I won't. <laughs> I digress. <laughs> but yeah, that also. I don't know. There's, like, a lot of this that was, like you said, I like how it's such an original concept. But little bits and pieces right? <laughs> make you things. think of other things. Yeah, like, yeah. obviously, like, that part is really messed up, but it made me think of that. The whole sacrificing yeah. made me think of a show. So, which also happened to be about witches. Yeah. And then, like, I don't know. I thought... <laughs> Uh, there's also the aspect of, like, um, the females were considered property, because it's, like, very church-based, and it's in that 1800 time that we're thinking it is, where women aren't really valued as people, for, I think, a huge overview of females, but, um, uh, Yet, if a guy attacks the female, it kind of, like, when Lou pretended Reed was attacking her, like, in a sexual way, like, not attacking her like he was physically, um, technically doing, um, (laughs) 
It, like, to me, like, was, like, a whole, like, getting to, like, a Me Too moment. Well, it's, like, <laughs> it's, like, no, here's your punishment. You have to marry her. Like, what? I so thought that was such a random shit thing, too. But she did say, Lou did say, she's, like, I feel like he has an agenda behind this. Yeah. So you kind of wonder if he thought that that's could have been his daughter. I think he did know. Because, like, even Reed and Lou herself, when they, like, when all that stuff came out about him uh, near the end of the book, about him being her dad and stuff, like, they kind of, like, realized how much they looked <laughs> like each other. Right? And it's kind of crazy when you think about it. Yeah. Like, how you could be... In, like, your lives intertwine with other people's and it takes something for you to realize that you look a lot yeah. like. Right? Which is kind of weird. And not noticed it before. Yeah. It's, yeah. Oh. Any other points you want to bring up? I'm so confused as to the ending. I just don't know what this love feeling. I'm also very confused right. as to, like... Like, I I think I wanted more of a description exactly as to, like, the two different types of witches. Because oh. you kind of get a brief description of them, but you don't... I think I want more of one. I think the I, next book will go in. Well, more into the blood coven. Yeah, because, like, you you know that she, it, she rules by blood, but it's kind of like... I think I need more of a background on, like, exactly, like, where their power comes yeah. from. And, like, all that stuff. Yeah, that's fair. And, like... We just know they hate each other? I guess so. Because, like, Morgan, or Morgane, or whatever, which also made me think of... The mom's name also made me think of uh, King Arthur. And... Uh, the... Um, more, more... I think the character's name is, like, Morgan, Morgane, or something like that. Morgana. Yeah. That's all. Cross my mind. Anyways, um, she seemed a little like fearful of Coco. Who did? Oh, Morgan. Yeah, whatever her name is. Like the mom, Lou's yeah. mom. Uh, when she attacked her uh, during when they're um, doing the sacrifice. Oh yeah, yeah. Didn't you feel like that? She yeah. Did? I figured that was gonna be the case though. Then like. I don't know. Just assume that, like, blood magic is probably more powerful than other. Because they're, like, using their... I don't know. That's what I thought, but it sounds like... But, yeah, when people talk about the witches, um, lose is more well-known. Yes. Yeah. So then you're kind of like... Is one less... Well, and I thought it was funny when Coco was like, do you not know anything to read? Because oh, yeah. he's like, there's two different types of witches. Yeah. And she he, she was... I'm assuming she gave him like, are you fucking kidding me right now? <laughs> Look. Which kind of shows like, guys, like unfortunately in general, like this is just a thing against the men. In general, like, they didn't really care about anything besides killing females. 
and trust them. Yeah, that's true. They basically, like, use them, really, for, like, only probably a couple of things, really. Yeah. And... All actuality in this like time and era because yeah. they thought they could have been witches. Yeah, that's true. They pretty much viewed them as liars and uh, basically things that property that they can own. Yeah. And procreate with. Yep, exactly that. Which is, that's probably like a really broad <laughs> uh, mod, like, breakdown of it, but like. Yeah, that's what it kind of feels like. <laughs> These men's stupid. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I thought, yeah. I don't know. Read and lose characters. Just, like, trying to get to know each other was freaking hilarious. Yeah. Especially when he, like, she read his diary. I know. And she's, like, running around. <laughs> throwing stuff out. Uh, I thought that was funny because it's, like, I kind of, like, was a little mean to Taurus and I was, like, what kind of guy writes a journal? <laughs> And then I was like, okay, well, that's fair. Like, it is a really good thing they do. That's being a little... <laughs> ma man... Manist? Not, like, sexist, but, like... Well, I guess sexist towards him. Manist. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I thought that was kind of funny. And then, like, when he had that favorite book and it had, like, some sex scenes in it, he's like, but they all die in the end. <laughs> it's like, oh, God. <laughs> Uh, their relationship was funny. I liked it. I did too. Um, I thought it was... Also, another point that I, like, kind of thought was funny. So, Reed described Lou's smell as kind of like a sweet like, cinnamon. Yeah. So... When Lou ran into the Archbishop at the library and he was eating the sticky bun and she smelled the cinnamon and stuff like that, yeah. like she kind of, I, I think she kind of referenced it as like a smell that she was so familiar with and like, oh, like I know he was obviously eating yeah. like a sticky bun, which I'm assuming is kind of like a cinnamon bun, but just from like. And I don't think that's what maybe the author is getting at, but, like, that's how I took it as, like... Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. How, like, Lou obviously likes sticky buns. Yeah. He likes sticky buns. That's so They're true. cinnamon. Yeah. They obviously have cinnamon. Kind of, like, so, alluding to it. So maybe they, like, both kind of, like, smell like cinnamon in a way. Oh, yeah. Because... I'm not saying that they eat a lot of sticky buns that makes them allude to that smell, but... I feel like her being a witch has something to do with her smelling like that, so maybe, like, she gets it from him, or... Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, I kind of, like... W during that scene, I kind of was, like... In... Like, I didn't guess that that was her father. Uh, yeah. But I was very... Curious... As to why she brought that up. Yeah, fair. Besides the sense of the fact that he was eating a sticky bun. <laughs> but I feel like she could have mentioned something else instead of that. Yeah, specifically. that's fair. Yeah, yeah. So it was like too So similar. I maybe I'm like obviously taking maybe more into it. I don't know. We'd have to actually talk to the author about that's it. True. But that's how I took it as was 
for alluding to that fact. That's fair. But, um... Oh, I had another thing that I was going to say, but I don't remember. I got off onto my sicky button. <clears throat> um... My mind's going blank, people. I feel like I missed a lot in the middle. I think what do you mean? Like, as you talk about all these things, I'm like, I don't even remember that. Like, the sticky bun, him eating it. I remember her taking Reed to that place so she could have a sticky bun. Mm-hmm. But, the patisserie. But I don't remember her seeing the Archbishop eating one. Their battle scenes... Maybe because I wasn't fully focused on it or something, but I was having a hard time picturing it, like, yeah, in the full capacity. Like, I could picture, like, a fighting scene. Yeah. But I was trying to picture what these sword things that yeah. they had look like, yeah. if they exuded any, like, light or anything like that. Thing. What happened to the witches? Did they, like, their skin or anything like I know they didn't evaporate or no, anything but, but like, like did their skin did die? Yeah, yeah like did their skin go to a different shade what the hell was going into her neck like Lou's neck when she was like oh yeah I was I was having a hard time picturing that oh, yeah. and then like how she was standing on the altar later yeah I think I just had some imagery issues with it yeah I think so too which I guess is another reason maybe why I want them to maybe turn this into a movie. Yeah. Just having someone else kind of like take Do the vision that for you, yeah. might help with it. But yeah, it was a little bit of a struggle for me to kind of like imagine. imagine it. Like I was trying to follow along and like come up with my own stuff. Yeah. But I felt like what I was picturing wasn't accurate that's fair which technically these books are technically supposed to be interpretive to your own thing but yeah i felt like i was not (laughs) not getting it at all (laughs) but yeah it was kind of like the sticky bun thing after that he kind of like i felt like the archbishop kind of like was growing fond of her in a way yeah and even though he hated her, and she obviously hated him, well, he pretended that he hated yeah. her. I don't really know what his true feelings towards her was, but I was watching Wild Child before you came over. Yes, it's the one, the movie with um, Emma Roberts in it, and she goes to a British uh, boarding school. <laughs> don't judge. I watched it a long time ago. It was on. Uh, Netflix, but um, I was watching it, and like the lady, I from the sounds of it, she must have known like her mom back when, and she kind of like got away with murder in a way. So I was also thinking about like how the archbishop, like even though he was so pissed off at like half the shit that she did, yeah, she kind of got away with shit. Yeah, she did. Like a lot. Yeah. So. The movie that I was watching today also made you think of that. Yeah. Yeah. How, like, they both got away with, like, a lot of shit. (laughs) And, like, there's obviously a higher meaning behind it. Yeah. Which, maybe her dad. Also, I hate Jean-Luc. 
so do I. You just sent dick. Yes. Well, like, I also got confused with the whole sister thing. Because I thought, like, Estelle was literally Lou's sister. So I totally jumped to a totally different thought process. So remember when they were out having... Oh, Estelle's the one that died. Yeah, that burned. Like, she said that, like, it was her sister that was going to die. But then it wasn't, like, her her literal sister. Yeah. So then I was like... Because when I read that at first, I was like... Ooh, we're getting there, like, getting more of a description of, like, what's going on and stuff like that. But then, um... (laughs) And then I realized that, um, it's like a... Like, sisterhood. Yeah. Yeah. Which kind of annoyed me, because it's like, well, that's just confusing. (laughs) Because, like, we hadn't figured out her story yet, so I was like... But like that's like a teaser that just, oh, like yeah. it just got taken away from you. Yeah. It's like fuck. But and then yeah. Oh. Didn't they call it like witchlings too when they were little, or something mm-hmm. like that? I thought that was kind of cute. Witchlings. I think that's what they said when they were like little, like witchlings. Well, I thought it was kind of interesting how Coco actually knew Lou. When they were like met when they were mm, six, yeah. But then they like separated again. Were had a secret friendship for years, yeah. And like how Lou like never told anyone like what her mom was like really like. Aww. And I still don't really fully understand exactly how she survived the first time they tried killing her. Yeah. Like her real life or her soul or something like that. It was like something for her life, but it was still her, but just like the other half of herself or something like that. But then it was like, but she's like, I don't, I can't, it won't work again. And the like, girl was like, well, why? And she's like, cause I don't want to forget him. She didn't want to forget Reed. Oh, maybe she like, I'm going to see if I can find it, but it was like, like her her soul and like her real life or something like that. That's so weird. You say something while I figure this out. Say something? Yeah. Um, anyway. Oh, I'm actually really close to where it is. (laughs) Like literally. Oh, it's at the end? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Like 447 pages in. Oh. I thought it was going to be, like, closer to the beginning. I really That's, I'm actually really shocked that I, like, could literally pretty much went right there. I opened up the book just to, like, look at it, and I looked to the scene where they have sex. <laughs> really? Yeah. Um, I think I want Coco, like, I want, Ansel's too young for Coco, but I, I like, like two years and Coco together. But I also think Bo, I like Bo. Towards I, the end, I started to like him more. I thought it was kind of funny, and I thought that it was kind of maybe like an interlude to maybe a possible like romance, where uh, they're talking about the rabbits at the end, um, how they like, he's like, I chased the rabbits, like, because someone was like, you're burning them. <laughs> and he's oh, like, yeah, yeah. And then he made a comment about like, him hunting them and she's like no I did he's like I shot that one she's like yeah and then I had to chase it and like put it out of its misery 
And then Ansel was like, um, Coco found out that he's not very outdoorsy. I was not impressed. <laughs> and I thought it was like hilarious. And I was like, I feel like it's like a, in a way, an interlude to like the next book. Yeah. Like them being basically like the new Reed and Lou in a way. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I was like, oh, this is funny. Because <laughs> uh, I was like, oh, God. Yeah. But I agree. I think he's just too young for, yeah. Okay. Um, in the same spot. Oh, okay. No, I didn't. I know I'm in the same spot, but I need to just figure out where it is. I'm also intrigued to see, so she wears that ring. Oh, yeah. But when she puts it in her mouth, she goes invisible? Because her whole body, but if she wore it, wore it, it would make, like, her hand invisible. But if she puts it, like... But she wears her, but she was wearing that ring as, like, her wedding ring. So she couldn't have had it go invisible. I thought that was weird. Yeah, that I need to look into more. I also realized I feel like I need to re-listen to this book because I think I missed a lot. (laughs) I, even though I, like, read it, I'm, like, and, like, I finished it, um, I still feel like I need to, like, reread it. Also, I just, like, reread the part where she's, like... Um, Manon or Manon or whatever that chick that used to oh, be yeah. like her friend yeah she's like um like what did you do like when she like left and she's like I sold my soul and the girl's like what I became a thief oh, yeah. I squatted in dirty theaters and stole food from innocent bakers I did bad things to good people I killed I lied and cheated and smoked and drank and slept with a prostitute once. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was kind of funny how, like, they just, I was like, oh, okay. It went that way. Because, <laughs> right? like, I don't know. In my head, she didn't sleep with. Like, I know she obviously had sex. Yeah. But, like, I don't, I don't know. I also kind of didn't think she also had sex at the same time. Oh, really? Yeah. It's one of those things where you're, like, you know the truth, yeah. but you don't really think about yeah. it. Yeah. But, who knows. Mm. Oh, this is driving me crazy. Like, I literally know I'm, like, in the same spot that I need to be. I don't remember it being there. I thought it was, because they were having, like, they were having this conversation. Because they were talking about, like, her sister and her dying. <sighs> but there's not that much to, like... I... I don't know. It's, like, the whole ring thing. I... It's, like, how do they know? Um, Like, how did all that power go into the ring? 
Snape was a ring just laying around? Oh, I think she, like, like manifested it. Like, not manifested it, but, like, she, like, had a ring and put all that magic and shit. Yeah? Yeah. Ah, okay. I just needed to literally go to the other page. Oh. Okay. I, she, so Madden was like, I always wondered how you managed to skate the last time. She was like, I gave up my life, but you didn't. You lived. And uh, Lou was like, I gave up my life. I had no intention of returning to this place, of seeing you or my mother or anyone ever, here ever again. So the girl was like, so uh, you found a loophole. Brilliant. Your symbolic life for your physical one. That's what was kind of confusing. Because it's like, she had the scar on her neck. So did she actually die? And was it like her symbolic life that died? But she like had enough. Yeah. Oh. But she's like, um, but she's like, Lou was like, don't worry. It won't work again. And the girl was like, why not? She's like, I can't give him up. And then the girl looked at, uh. Like, lose wedding ring. Maybe she... Oh, that's weird. Yeah. Maybe she had to, like, give up something in her life. Like, yeah, I don't know. Well, she gave up her entire life. Yeah. Her, her home, her friends. Well, yeah. I'm saying So that would probably be the cost of her doing it again. Yeah. Like, she would have to, like, disappear. Yeah. I don't know. The entire thing is kind of intriguing. Yeah. Because it's kind of like the symbolic one. But it like couldn't... Yeah. I don't know. I thought that was interesting. Yeah. And like you said, yeah. Like she technically gave up her entire world. So when her mom... Stabbed her in the neck with whatever. Mm-hmm. Did she make a promise to like the universe? Like, if I live in this moment, I'll walk away from everything. Yeah. Well, like when people are like, like your physical life, like us living is physical. Yeah. Us, like what we do every day is like our symbolic life. Like this is how we're living our life. Yeah. So I think, like, if you take it like that, she, yeah, she left her symbolic life. She left everything she had, like you said, her friends, her family, um, anything that meant anything, her home to her, started a new life. And then, but it, like, it doesn't fit, like, it doesn't say how she got that. Like, Or she even technically died. Like, we know she's got a scar. Yeah. So somehow but, she bargained her, like, physical life for her symbolic one. So she was basically probably like, I will leave everything, start now, if I can just be alive. Yeah. Which makes sense now. Because when, like, when I first read it, and I, like, read that, and then she said that I don't want to forget him. Mm-hmm. Um, I think she wasn't meaning, like... She left, like, she wouldn't remember him. But, like, if she left, she'd have to leave him or, like, whatever, like, do it again. 
she'd have to leave him behind, which then the memory of him would slowly fade. Yeah. Like, she'd still, like, remember him, but, like, you know how, like, when you lose someone, like, yeah. they're, like, you just remember the memories. You yeah, don't really exactly. remember, like, everything about them. So, I don't know if that's what she was meaning, but. Yeah. Yeah, it was way more intricate than I was expecting. Because I didn't think she, like, I thought her mom attempted to, and then she, like, used magic or whatever, and then, like, escaped. escaped. But before the end of this, let's try this. Okay, you hold it. So there's no description on the rosé. It's um, just rosé. Yeah, it's just the, like, rosé wine blend. So, who knows? Smells like. We're drinking it out of the bottle. We're classy like that. Can't really get a huge smell on it. Not bad. No. It's kind of drier. Since Lindsay finished her wine and put it in a wine glass, I might still sip from that, but you taste it first. It is drier, which I love. Ooh, it's good. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Maybe I don't like it because I was drinking red. Oh, I like this rosé. It's for sure drier. Nope. Still you don't, don't like, like it. it? Well, mm. I think if I just drank it and then have red first, <laughs> it's kind of hard to go backwards. Yeah, that's true. Especially depending on the red wine you're drinking. That's and true. I think this is not a rosé you can go back to after drinking like a red like I am drinking. That's fair. I, I feel like I would actually quite like it if I didn't drink the red wine. <laughs> but I can tell that like it's very dry. It is, which I love. In my it's bed. a very oh my God, my rosé. light pink. Yeah, it's pretty light. It, you can see the pink, but... Uh, it's like a lighter um, rosé. Mm -hmm. um, I'd say it's like pink, but it's kind of got an orangey tinge it's to peach. it. I'd call it peach. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like, I can't smell too much with it, but it's it's dry. It doesn't smell like much. No. It smells like acidic lime. Yum. Yum, my favorite. <laughs> Just the way you want to have, right? like, one described to you. Sorry, <laughs> smells of sticky. Sorry, it's a really, I'm really bad with rosés. That's, like, my hardest one. I don't really, I don't know. It's hard for me to smell right now because I can't really, like, I can smell things, but I wouldn't be able to pick up on things in the wine. Oh, they can definitely taste, I can't even really fully taste any, like, flavors besides mm. the fact that it's dry it is dry i like it mm. so like it's drier well i guess we didn't say that chardonnay was dry at all but chardonnay wasn't dry but like i usually like this is chardonnay. i think this is the driest wine we've had in a while yeah to be honest so if you like dry rosé get this because i like dry rosé and i support this message <laughs> so that was the end of that I think we're also done on the book because I honestly like, can't I think, think of anything talked about 
the whole thing. Yeah. And, like, how kind of confused we were about a decent amount of it. Honestly, I can't wait until the second one comes yes. out. Agreed. Um, I think this is definitely one we're probably going to have to reread before the second one comes yeah. out. Um, one, just to kind of get to, like, remember everything yeah. that happened. But also to, like, this is definitely one book that I think rereading it multiple times, you pick you. up on, like, yeah. new things that you're like, oh. Because I did not guess. Like, when things started happening, I was like, oh, shit. Yeah. But, like, I probably wouldn't have guessed most of it. Yeah, true. I wouldn't Probably because, like, since we didn't really know where it was going, you're probably just guessing a bunch of different scenarios that could, like, potentially be it. Yeah, that's so true. That, in the end, you probably maybe glanced off one of them, but didn't actually settle on it. Yeah. But, anyways... Um, if you guys have any book suggestions or want to follow us on Instagram, it's boozeandbooks.podcast, or you can email us at, oh god, boozeandbooks <laughs> at gmail.com, and that's b-o-o-o-z-e-a-n-d-b-o-o-o-k-s at gmail.com. See? Got it. Unlike last time where it took you like three tries. No. Um, and again, uh, you can also follow us on our personal ones, uh, lind.zed, S-A-I-D, or kristen.shu, uh, S-H-E-W. Um, and again, follow us at our podcast one, the Booze and Books podcast, to see what we're reading with the next book we're going to come up with. Yeah. Who December. knows? We might go back to... Uh, End of the year. Oh, yeah, we're, December, we're probably not going to read another book. Mm -hmm. I think we're going to do a recap. Which will be even better, guys. So, actually, we lied. Less work for us. We're not going to do a book for December. (laughs) Yeah. Should we do this last year, or should we do of all of our episodes? I'd say all of our episodes to to date. Yeah, let's do that. But not before we started the podcast, because I don't remember half the shit that we read before that. Oh, yeah, no. Like, yeah, no. when we did our own book club. No. Except for that, 15 Dogs. Fuck that. I hate that book. But anyways, we're digressing. Um, and we'll probably do a smaller recap of the wine we also drank. Because yeah. the wine we could probably go through pretty fast, because we can pretty much just say yay or nay on a lot of it. That's true. Um, but we'll probably drink some of Maybe one bottle of like two or three of our favorite ones. Yeah, that's such a good idea. Um, because I know like I might have liked a red more than a white that she liked for one or two, so we might do that for the next one. But yeah, the next one we'll for sure do a recap of all seventeen books that we've read. And send us your favorites. Um, if you do, uh, you could be featured on that. Yes. Exactly. Boozeandbooks.com podcast. DM us. Thank you. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Bye. Bye.